you have the chance to win a Spring Super Sweeps from LAist. Donate $60 for one entry to win a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Check out all the other prizes too when you donate now at laist.com sweeps. This is the SoCal Update. I'm Kathy Huey. Another lawsuit has been filed against LA Unified over its planned reopening, which by the way, starts next week. Plus, wanna take an excursion to the desert? Well, we have a suggestion for you. It's Friday, April 9th. A group of parents has sued the LA Unified School District. The plaintiffs say its plans for reopening campuses starting next week are way too cautious. Education reporter Kyle Stokes joins us. Kyle, what are these parents hoping to achieve with this lawsuit? Well, so this is a group called California Students United, and they want LAUSD students on campuses full time as early as is practical. Uh, they also are hoping to get a judge to strike down LAUSD's adoption of the six foot rule that is six feet of distance between students and staff. Now, that rule is baked into the district's reopening agreement with United Teachers Los Angeles. But since that deal with the teachers union was struck, the CDC has said less than six feet can be okay, which would allow more students to return in person. Also, these suing parents are hoping to block LAUSD from requiring weekly COVID tests for students returning to campus. LAUSD has faced other legal challenges to its pandemic response. Is there anything that's different about this lawsuit? Yeah, so the parent plaintiffs here have hired the same lawyers who sued in San Diego County, and they did convince a judge there to temporarily block state health officials from enforcing a four-foot distancing rule in classrooms, so a similar argument there about to take place here. Surveys show a majority of LAUSD parents are opting to keep their students online. Again, LAUSD serves a lot of low-income neighborhoods where parents are still really scared about COVID-19. That's a huge factor here. But there are parents who are disappointed with LAUSD's plans for on-campus instruction, particularly in middle and high schools, and they may be hoping for a reopening with fewer restrictions. Thank you, Kyle, for that report. LAS.com has been running a weekly crowdsourced series called Race in LA since last summer. The premise is simple. Ask Angelinos how their race or ethnicity shapes their daily lives and let them write about it. Leslie Bernstein Rojas is the project editor, and she's here to tell us more. So Leslie, what could you tell us about the latest essay from this series? This one's written by Yiming Emihua. She's a local artist and she writes about how she began feeling less safe last year in her old neighborhood in the Valley as anti-Asian hate began spiking during the pandemic. So she moved to Koreatown, hoping she would feel safer there. But as she writes, nowhere feels safe right now. These essays are so powerful. They're real life experiences. And I'm so glad that we can share them. So please check them out. It's Race in LA at LAist.com. You can find them all there. I will definitely check that out, Leslie. Thank you. It's springtime, and if you're a hiker or just want to take a day trip, it's probably a good time to head to the desert before it gets too hot. Digital producer Carla Pineda gives us a rundown of some lesser-known gems at Anza Borrego State Park. Thanks, Kathy. For those feeling the itch to explore, might we suggest Anza Borrego State Park? It's quieter than Joshua Tree and more accessible than Death Valley. While it's well known for its wildflowers, we've got six easy excursions you can try including taking a peek at Ricardo Brecera's beautiful sheet metal sculptures at Galena Meadows, or finding the only spot where the rare elephant tree grows in California in the Split Mountain area. Check out the rest of our guide on kct.org slash SoCalWanderer. 
Thank you, Carla, for that story. And thank you all for joining us on the SoCal Update. Have a good weekend. Thank you.